Seriously, on Wasteland Active Radio. Yes! <laughs> we are back, baby! Welcome back, welcome back, everyone out there surviving in the wasteland. I'm your gracious host, Crispy. Alright, robot, state your name and purpose. Designation, bucket, programmed duties, weather forecasting with 98% accuracy. Yes, I call myself Atlas. Macklin has managed to collect a large sample of the FEV and has been using it to mutate people he captures to add to his army. His army has probably reached about 50 by this point, and I believe it's safe to say he should be nearing 100 by the time he arrives here. Turns out our laser-toting wanderers have struck again, this time against a slaver caravan traveling north. Apparently the Dash was right about the guy being in power armor. Why, I'm Major Davy Sterling of the Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. Our fellow Americans, I'm Lancer Taft, leader and founder of the Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. Me and the boys have been counting the votes. We got the winner right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all to Station Hill. Scouts have seen that their Redhopper swarm coming in from the east for the past couple weeks. Looks like they're going to be arriving here real soon. Quick, they're getting through! Focus on the breach! Damn it, we need backup! They're all over me! Ah! Listeners, out beyond the walls, the swarm of Redhoppers is being thinned out by an unknown third party. I can see. suit of T-52 power armor. It looks like there are more... No! Those are robots! Must be. It's the laser-toting wanderer! They've come to help us! Oh, you're the laser guy. Thanks for helping us out there, bud. Why aren't you saying anything? No way. No way. Hey, Crispy. It's been a while. Okay. 
Get downstairs. We've got to get to the bomb shelter. Come on. Now pay attention, puny humans. Do this. Just gotta wake up. Come on. Ah, oh, come on, Crispy. Just like before. Remember your training. I don't have any training. Uh, okay, just remember all the episodes you did before. All the segments, all the contents, all the interviews, all the guests. Alright, that's enough. Woo! It's showtime, baby! Hello, 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 and welcome back, my dear listeners, to another edition of Wasteland Active Radio, your one-stop shop for news in the lovely Ash Flats. Coming to you from Dashwood Outpost number 17, Station Hill. As always, I am your most gracious of hosts, Crispy. Now, I'm sure you've got plenty of questions, dear listeners, but we'll get to them all in due time. The first and most important issue that we'll address right now is, we're doing just fine. The battle against Macklin was harrowing and fraught with danger and drama, especially with that tornado coming down. But we made it out alive and well, and we started to rebuild while we wait for the vault group to return. Still no word from them, but once we're back on our feet, we'll send a scouting party to get them back. Anyway, let's get on with the show. In our first announcement, Station Hill definitely took some damage, but we're looking at it as a blessing, and Sterling has decided to extend our borders. While Mr. Brown and his boys are hard at work repairing the damage, Major Sterling has requested that I put out a request for more builders. If you've got any experience with building walls and houses, come on down to Station Hill. We could definitely use the help. In our next announcement, The building containing all of the settlement's business records was torn down by the tornado, and all of our records were lost, including the caravan deals. Major Sterling is asking everyone who had a contract with Station Hill to return at your leisure with your side of the contract, and we'll work on getting things re-established. With all the damage, we're definitely going to need more building supplies, so please come out to Station Hill. Finally, we still haven't received word from the vault group, but Major Sterling has ordered a pair of scouts to go to the vault and check up on them. We believe the ambient radiation had something to do with the evacuees not being able to contact us. Something about the uh, the signal not carrying properly. But we can't be certain. It's not like I'm a radio technician. No, wait, that's something I actually am. So the scouts are going to the vault to check on things. We should hear from them in the morning. That's the announcements out of the way, so let's bring out Bucket for today's weather forecast. Alright, Bucket, activate. Activating. Beginning preliminary scans. Satellite scans show high fluctuations in hydrogen sulfide, carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrogen levels. Heat signature scan shows signs of life at... Bucket! Just... Just do this week's forecast. Acknowledged. Beginning weather forecast for the week of July 14th, 
2287. Currently, the temperature is 87 degrees Fahrenheit with a high of 90 degrees and a low of 84 degrees. Feels like 90 degrees. Overcast, 32% chance of scattered showers. Winds traveling at 12 miles per hour, east by northeast. Monday, the temperature will have a high of 89 degrees with a low of 83 degrees. Partly cloudy, 73% humidity, 23% chance of scattered showers. Tuesday, the temperature will have a high of 82 degrees with a low of 76 degrees. Overcast, 69% humidity. 12% chance of scattered showers. Wednesday, the temperature will have a high of 75 degrees with a low of 70 degrees. Clear skies, 41% humidity. Light winds throughout the day. Thursday, the temperature will have a high of 72 degrees with a low of 68 degrees. Clear skies, 38% humidity, light winds, speeds of up to 18 miles per hour. Friday, the temperature will have a high of 70 degrees with a low of 0 degrees Kelvin. Emptiness, 100%. Light winds and scattered showers. Saturday, the temperature will have a high of 73 degrees, with a low of 73 degrees, 31% humidity, clear skies. Forecast complete. Running diagnostics and printing satellite photographic scans. Accuracy, 17%. What? What the hell happened? This unit predicts weather with 98% accuracy. Bucket. Just go back to your charger. Move along, please. Woof. <laughs> Something's got him in a mood. I'll have to bring this up with Johnny, dear listeners. I'll take care of that, uh, <laughs> after the show. In the meantime, let's move on to this week's local news. <clears throat> In this week's local news, General Lancer Taft and his cavalry have left to support another settlement that needs help in a town called Garvey. The general said he wanted to stay here and help us rebuild, but the situation in Garvey is urgent and needs to be addressed immediately. Station Hill is certainly taking his fair share of lumps to the head, but we're strong enough that the general has confidence that we'll be able to get back on our feet without his direct support. I wish he could have stuck around. The extra hands on deck would have been greatly appreciated. But I can't fault him for going out and helping another settlement. That's the Dashwood way, I suppose. Before the general left, a bunch of the officers here got promoted. I believe Starling is a colonel now, and Kowalski is a major. I think. I, uh... I wasn't able to attend the ceremony for... reasons. Um, uh... I'll just have to ask them later, won't I, dear listeners? <laughs> 
The daring Dashwoods have stood strong and proud against Macklin's army, and deserve the praise for stopping their advance. To all the Dashwoods who lost their lives in the battle, thank you for your sacrifice, and for standing for what the Dashwoods represent. You won't be forgotten. Ahem. Anyway, our next new story is that the tornado destroyed our crops. As such, we'll have to start dipping into our food reserves and hunting more actively until the Charleston family gets back and can get things off the ground. Or in the ground. Sprouting. Farm stuff, you know. Uh, rations will be given out at the mess hall at 0600 hours, 1300 hours, and 1800 hours. This will only be temporary, and we'll have a hunting party going out to hunt for more food very soon. That's all for this week's news, dear listeners. Not much has been going on since everyone is busy recovering from the battle and the tornado. So let's move on to this week's advertisements. Advertisements? Woo! Damn it, kid. How many times do I have to tell you to get out of here? You never learn. Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by the good people at Lori's Secondhand Treasures. Lori's Secondhand Treasures has been a staple of the community in all the tri-state areas. For those shopping on a budget, Lori's Secondhand Treasures has anything from furniture to clothes to kitchen appliances and toys for the young ones. We pride ourselves on providing equal employment for people of all walks of life, and we have been serving the tri-state area as a non-profit organization for over 100 years. Come on down to Lori's Secondhand Treasures, where X marks the spot for savings. Back before the war, when I was starting out as a radio technician, I got all my materials from Lori's. You'd be surprised at the kinds of things people just donated there. The best thing I ever saw in Lori's was an entire collection of grognak action figures. The weirdest thing was a toilet that had been turned into a lounge chair. Comfortable though, I gotta say. Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by Big Papa's Emergency Plumbing. Drop your ring down the drain? Again? Little Jackie flushed her favorite doll down the toilet? Or maybe Junior needed to work out and decided the pipes looked like good pull-up bars? Don't worry. Papa's got it. Just call Big Papa's Plumbing any day of the week at any hour. Papa is just a call away. Just dial 1-555-BIG-PAPA. Big Papa's Emergency Plumbing. Don't worry, Papa's got it. I wonder if these guys were any good. Depending on their definition, I don't think I've had what they'd consider a plumbing emergency. But the idea of a 24-hour plumber? They had to be teams, right? Hmm. I wonder if they could have given old Louie a run for his money. I forgot to mention, our pipe survived. That's probably the greatest piece of news. Uh, finally... Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by Rockman's Tree Removal. Got some stubborn stumps in your yard? Call Rockman's Tree Removal. We'll tear those suckers out in minutes flat. We're the fastest tree removers in the state and the cleanest too. Rockman's Tree Removal. That was quick and to the point. So, uh, let's move on to on the scene. So, a uh, small bit of bad news, dear listeners, and something I should have addressed before the show began. But Atlas was injured during the battle, 
and need some time to recover. I'm not sure how long he'll take, so on the scene is on a, uh, an indefinite hiatus. Don't worry, dear listeners, Atlas will be back on his feet in no time, I'm sure. He's a super mutant, almost 100% muscles, and he heals faster than most people. Until then, I'm not sure what to fill the segment with, so the show may be a bit shorter. I think maybe I'll try and have Bucket fill in for him. I think it'd be nice for Bucket to get some air. Put some rust on his chest or something like that. (sighs) Johnny was always good about keeping rust off his robots. It's kind of amazing, really. Some of his robots look almost factory-made. That kid's got an eye for detail and crazy skills. But, you know what? Let's just move on to our open table, and I'll tell you all a story about that kid. So... Let me tell you all about the time Johnny and I met. It was a few months after I lost the station to the Raiders. I was wandering the Ash Flats and found myself in a rocky plain way, way north of here. I'd bumped into a chem dealer, uh, a doctor who sold me some medicine. Good, strong, comforting medicine. I gave him almost everything I had for it, too. I didn't plan on coming back to the station anytime soon, and I just needed to wind down. So I start walking out into the rock fields, and before sunset, I found a small cave where I could settle down for the night. I brushed away a bunch of dirt and rocks and made myself comfortable before I took my medicine and fell into one of the best naps of my life. I don't know how much time passed, but I woke up to something shuffling around inside of the cave and took me a little bit to figure out it was another person. I didn't plan on leaving that cave when I went in, but... I wasn't just going to let some raider scumbag off me laying down, but I'd sold my gun to get my medicine. So I improvised. I don't know if it's all ghouls or if I've just got really good eyesight, but I could see pretty well in the dark down there, and I was able to get behind the guy. I put my fingers against his back like I was holding a gun. I said, don't move, scumbag, or I'll blow a hole in your spine. The kid goes all stiff, but he stays calm and says, I'm sorry. I didn't realize anyone was living down here. I didn't mean to intrude. Please don't shoot me. At this point, I'm still groggy from the jet... I mean... uh, Fine, it was a jet nap. I said as much a while back anyway. That dealer, so I could use it until I died or it ran out. I was at one of my lowest points, and I'm not proud of it. But I didn't plan on leaving that cave alive. Anyway, that kid introduces himself as Jonathan and asked me if I'm another human. That had me confused, and at this point I've backed off, giving the kid some room. Turns on his light on his pit boy, and that's when I see our favorite boy in blue, Johnny. I can see he's from a vault, and he confirms as much. I could tell he was smart. Brilliant, really. He tells me everything about how he got there, and how he'd never met another person before. (laughs) He didn't even flinch when he saw this ugly mug of mine. He and I sat up until sunrise just talking about everything. The vault he came from, what I was, where I came from, and the wastelands. Just from those few hours of talking, I could tell this kid was too kind and too naive for this hellhole, and I just... I promised him that if... that I'd look for... look after him. Show him how the world works, and now he's... Now he's at the bottom of the hill, working on robots to help rebuild everything. Because he's a good kid, a great kid. 
And if you're listening, Johnny, I want you to know how proud I am of you. And uh, let's let's just move on. I'm sorry, dear listeners, at how short this edition is going to be. There's just so much work left to do out here at Station Hill and not enough hands. So I'm going to go down there and help everybody with what I can. Sterling, Kowalski, Atlas, Johnny, everybody here at Station Hill. We've got a ways to go before we're back on our feet. We'll get there, dear listeners, so don't worry. Everything is fine. And remember, friends can keep secrets, but secrets don't keep friends. This has been Wasteland Active Radio. Crispy signing off. Wasteland Active Radio is created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and J. Wilson. Performed by Z. Hagen, J. Wilson, and B. Seawick. Brought to you by the record button. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by Zenimax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening. We did it. Ugh. We got through. No problems. Not a one. Oh, shut up, you hack. Secrets don't keep friends. What the hell was that garbage? You cracking already? You really that weak? You're pathetic. No one's gonna believe the crap you're spewing. Just come clean and... Ugh. Keep at it, buddy. You've got this. You're the best in the business. Yeah, you can do... Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You know what that tingling in the back of your skull means. Nap time!